This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 228, The Not Knowing Path of Being an Entrepreneur, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And welcome to Optimal Startup Daily. I am Dan, and I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And a real quick thanks to BKA Content for sponsoring this episode. As you know, first impression is important in the business world, and having a functional website helps establish a great first impression. However, creating a consistent content calendar and constantly publishing new content is a tedious task. So what can you do to impress your audience and increase your brand awareness? This is where BKA Content comes in. BKA Content is a content writing agency with 10 plus years of experience that does all the heavy lifting for you. They will take over the responsibility of doing keyword research, brainstorming relevant topics, and writing the content for you. To make it work for you, they offer different sized packages depending on the volume of content you need. Now you can just focus on your strengths in other areas and have your blog posts delivered directly to your inbox fully ready to be published and watch your web traffic grow. If you need help with content writing, go to bkacontent.com OSD to learn more and get your free month of blogs. That's bkacontent.com OSD to learn more and get your free month of blogs. For now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. The Not Knowing Path of Being an Entrepreneur by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net Lots of people who start businesses try to control outcomes. One, a vision for your business's success. Two, goals to get you to the successful vision. Three, try to get the most productive day out of yourself or employees. Four, try to produce certain amounts or hit certain metrics, page views, followers, revenue, or sales. Unfortunately, the ability to control outcomes is an illusion. This is one of the fundamental lessons I've learned in my six years of being in business for myself. You don't really know how things will turn out. And this is okay. In fact, it's pretty awesome. Yes, not knowing how things will turn out day to day, month to month, year to year is crazy scary. I'm not gonna front. It's so scary you might wake up drenched in sweat. But not knowing is what makes being an entrepreneur more amazing than working a regular desk job with a regular paycheck. We take risks, we fail, we don't know what's going to happen. We not only put our toes into the waters of the unknown, we dive in head first. So yes, not knowing is scary, but if you embrace it, not knowing can be liberating and can be an advantage. Let's look at how it's an advantage and how to stay present in the middle of the unknown. The advantage of not knowing. Quiz question, what causes us the most anxiety? Million dollar answer, wanting things to turn out a certain way, wanting an outcome, wanting the person you love to love you back, wanting people at your meeting or presentation to like you, wanting a million customers, wanting to be the next Apple or Twitter or Starbucks. This is the cause of our anxiety because when we want that outcome, we fear that it won't come true and we strive for it to come true and of course it might not. There are a million possibilities, and wanting just one of those possibilities is a little crazy. What's wrong with the other 999,999? Will our worlds fall apart if that one outcome doesn't become a reality? No, we'll be just fine no matter what. Seriously, you'll be absolutely fine even if the outcome doesn't happen. So when anxiety comes up, if we learn to let go of needing that outcome, we can then let go of the anxiety. So advantage number one, we have less anxiety. What happens when you have less anxiety? Well, you're happier. 
You're happier when you meet with customers or clients or employees. They feel your happiness. They sense that you're cool with how things are going. You are less desperate. You don't need things to turn out a certain way. You don't need this one sale. You do your best to make it happen, but you're cool even if it doesn't. Other people bet everything on making their outcome happen. But what if it doesn't? Then they've lost everything with no clear direction of where to go when it fails to happen. So advantage number two, we aren't as tied to one bet. That's a single point of failure. Not a great idea. Instead, we are okay no matter what happens. And so any outcome of a meeting, a project, a launch, we're good with that and no outcome really messes us up. We flow. Another problem is that people who think they know how things will turn out, they're fooling themselves. No one knows. And that's advantage number three. We're more honest. Admitting to ourselves that we don't know is much more honest than thinking, hoping things will turn out the way we want. Honesty is important because if we're going to act, we should do so with open eyes and a clear assessment of the situation. Honesty with customers, readers, clients, and employees is important too. Admit you don't know. They will trust you more because not only are you telling them you don't know, you are clearly okay with that. You don't know what'll happen, but whatever happens, you'll deal with it. And that's powerful. Those are just a few advantages, but actually the advantages are many. You don't have to plan as much because not knowing means you realize that detailed plans are useless and actually a waste of your time. You spend less time worrying and more time executing. You aren't consumed by the horrible fear that you're doing the wrong thing because you learn that there is never a perfectly right thing to do, not generally for your business or specifically right now. How to walk the not knowing path. The not knowing path of an entrepreneur is scary, but honestly, what path isn't? Here's how to walk the path. Number one, admit you don't know. This is obviously the first step, but it's hard because we often want to think we know, or at least that we can make certain things happen the way we want them to. We think we can will things to happen. That's not true. Many things fail despite Herculean efforts to make them succeed. We don't control the future. We can't know the future. We don't know. Admit it to ourselves and to others. Number two, watch for anxiety. When you start feeling anxious, and that will always happen probably numerous times a day, look inward for the source of the anxiety. What are you hoping will happen that's making you anxious? This awareness is the key to everything. Three, tell yourself you'll be okay. You become aware of an outcome you're hoping for. Now, tell yourself that it doesn't matter if that outcome happens. It really doesn't matter. Even if we've made up this story for ourselves that it all depends on it happening, it doesn't matter. And no matter what happens, we'll be okay. Life and death situations are possibly the only exception to this, though I'm of the mind that even death is an outcome that I'd be okay with. Number four, consider worst case scenarios. What's the worst thing that could happen? Someone doesn't like you? doesn't think as highly of you as you'd like? A meeting ends in anger, a sale doesn't happen, the business fails? How bad is this worst case scenario? How likely is it to happen? How would you cope if it did? Honestly, I think you'd be fine no matter what. Five, know your principles. Take some time to think about what should guide you if you aren't guided by trying to make something specific happen. If you're not tied to an outcome or vision of the future you can't control, what would guide you? Step back, reflect. What drives you? Why do you do what you do? For example, some of my guiding principles are wanting to help others, wanting to act compassionately, wanting to do things I love, and building trust by doing those things. Six, act on principles, not goals or detailed plans. Once you have your guiding principles, 
Let them guide you on a day-to-day basis, moment-to-moment. You don't know how something will turn out when you act, but you do know whether this action is in line with your principles. 7. Breathe and smile. In the end, not knowing can be scary, but liberating and profound. You are in the midst of a turbulent sea and are afloat without knowing where anything will go. But that's always true, even of people who don't admit it to themselves. So enjoy the ride. Look at this amazing place you're in and smile, because this path of not knowing, it is the path of life itself. Quote, If you realize that all things change, there is nothing you will try to hold on to. If you are not afraid of dying, there is nothing you cannot achieve. Lao Tzu You just listened to the post titled The Not Knowing Path of Being an Entrepreneur by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And thank you to Skillshare for sponsoring today's episode. The online learning community is offering our listeners a free trial of premium membership. And you know, there are so many fascinating classes on Skillshare on topics including freelance and entrepreneurship, which is of course perfect for you as a listener of this show, creative writing, productivity, illustration, design, marketing, and more. As a freelancer myself, I recently took a Skillshare class called Pricing Your Work, How to Value Your Work as a Freelancer. And I walked away learning pricing strategies I never thought to implement. So you might like that one too, or just check out one of the many other amazing classes on Skillshare. Reaching a goal is achievable with short lessons, hands-on projects, and classes designed for real life. Do something today you couldn't do yesterday. Their short classes are a perfect fit for your busy routine. You'll create real projects and get the support of fellow creatives so you can accomplish real growth. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com OSD and get a free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com OSD for that free trial of premium membership. And a little bit about Leo for you. Leo Babauta of Zen Habits is an author that we hear on our other podcasts because he blogs a lot about personal development and health and even finance. So he's been read on pretty much all of our shows at some point. But he's an entrepreneur too, so we're gonna be hearing more of his stuff on this show as well. Now, Leo's a pretty regular guy, but has become an expert in changing habits by making small incremental changes since 2005. He's originally from Guam, an overweight smoker who was barely making enough money to support his big family. You might remember from previous posts that he has six kids. And he turned all of that around, blogging about it throughout the process. He now lives comfortably in San Francisco, and he's in charge of how and when he works. It's a great story, and you can check it out at zenhabits.net. And again, to hear his work being narrated across a couple of our shows, check out those other podcasts by searching for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. All right, that's gonna do it for today. I thank you for being here through the weekend and I'll be back here with you tomorrow for the Monday show and that's where your optimal life awaits.